Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Blizzard is back to their union-busting ways. For August 5th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, EA openly responds to acquisition rumors before Diablo Immortal, Blizzard, and NetEase were working on a very different mobile game, and we'll take a look back at the week that was in video game news. To follow up on the current unionization effort at Blizzard, Game Workers Alliance Albany tweeted out on Wednesday night, quote, It appears that Activision Blizzard's management has once again decided to take the low road by choosing to fight against our union in spite of the fact that 95% of us have signed union representation cards. Instead of following Microsoft's lead and committing to a labor neutrality agreement, Activision has made the clear and conscious decision to deny us our basic labor rights while once again spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a union-busting firm. The union-busting firm GWA Albany is referencing is Reed Smith. Reed Smith is an international law firm that offers companies, quote, union avoidance services. Reed Smith is also the same law firm Activision Blizzard hired to try to squash Raven Software's unionization effort. Let's hope that they're as exactly as effective here as they were with Raven Software. When asked for comment by Kotaku, Activision Blizzard didn't comment on the rehiring of Reed Smith, but Activision Blizzard did issue a statement saying, quote, given the significant impact that this change could have for roughly 150 people in Albany, formerly Vicarious Visions, we believe every employee in Albany who works on Diablo should have a direct say in this decision. It should not be made by fewer than 15% of employees. 
which is the same exact bullshit argument Activision Blizzard pulled on Raven Software's QA team earlier this year. Look, Blizzard's behavior here doesn't surprise me at all. Activision Blizzard senior staff will continue to fight tooth and nail against any union forming because unions cut into the company's bottom line. Unions force companies like Activision Blizzard to confront their failings and conform to the needs of their employees. And it's worth pointing out here, too, Activision Blizzard's union-busting behavior is all over the gaming industry, including Microsoft, who has used their legal might to hold up union contract negotiations for years. While unionization in the gaming industry is quite literally a mountain to climb right now, the more the industry starts banding together under unions like the GWA, we'll start to see some tangible change. And hopefully GWA Albany can overcome this bout of union busting until their National Labor Relations Board hearing next Monday on the 8th. To follow up on another continuing story, Electronic Arts CEO Andrew Wilson responded to EA's acquisition rumors that came out back in May. To refresh your memory, the publication Puck released a report claiming that EA was taking bids from other companies for a potential merger. Companies like Amazon, Apple, Disney, and Comcast NBC Universal. Notably, EA's talks with Comcast NBC Universal were claimed to be the most fruitful, until negotiations between EA and Comcast NBCU allegedly broke down a month prior to Puck's report. Which brings us to earlier this week when EA held its quarter one earnings call, where CEO Andrew Wilson was asked about the rumors surrounding a potential acquisition. Wilson responded boastfully that EA couldn't, quote, be in a stronger position as a standalone company. Our objective is to always take care of our people, our players, and our shareholders. Should there ever be a way for us to do that differently than we're doing it today, I, of course, have to be open to that. But I would tell you, today, we feel very confident and excited for our future. So while Wilson is boasting about EA's success, he isn't overtly denying the possibility of an acquisition, which sets up EA to open the door of a possible acquisition in the future. I could definitely see EA becoming the first AAA studio that gets acquired by a traditional media company. finish out this week in what feels like it's been nothing but Activision Blizzard news, Bloomberg published a new report detailing a shelved World of Warcraft mobile game, codenamed Neptune. Activision Blizzard was co-developing Neptune with NetEase, the same NetEase that Blizzard partnered with for Diablo Immortal. According to Bloomberg sources, Neptune was in development for three years before it was canceled. Sources cite financial problems and business disagreements between Blizzard and NetEase as the reason for canceling. Bloomberg's report also details that in the wake of shelving Neptune, NetEase disbanded the entire Neptune development team, laying off over 100 developers with very few being offered internal transfers. Neptune was meant to be a mobile MMORPG spin-off of World of Warcraft, not a direct translation of the PC version of WoW. Overall, I think we can all safely say we dodged a bullet on another Blizzard NetEase co-development mobile game. But I have to wonder, what financial problems and business disagreements Blizzard and NetEase ran into while trying to develop Neptune? 
I suspect that the social media incident that prevented Diablo Immortals release in China could be a huge reason. Though it's interesting to think that despite the success of Diablo Immortal, a social media post about Winnie the Pooh might be the reason NetEase quit working with Blizzard. All right, it's Friday, and this is normally where we read an iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Audible review, but unfortunately, we don't have one. Though, fun fact, the official 200th episode of Let's Play was on Tuesday, and Aaron didn't notice till he went to go look for reviews. So, thanks, Aaron. You had one job to keep count of Let's Play, and you failed me. It's probably why we don't get new reviews. While you should be counting the episodes of Let's Play, you're writing stupid, self-deprecating humor in places that should have a review. So to keep Aaron from filling this space with absolute idiocy, please review Let's Play on either iTunes or Audible so that we can read it here instead of whatever this was. All right, coming up next with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this past week in gaming with the Friday Replay. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Despite being lambasted by most of the gaming publications and reviewed negatively on Metacritic, Activision Blizzard's deplorable Diablo Immortal has generated 100 million whole-ass dollars since its launch on June 1st. According to the digital intelligence and analytics firm Sensor Tower, Diablo Immortal is the second-fastest mobile title to hit the $100 million milestone. Niantic's Pokemon Go is the fastest to hit that milestone within just two weeks, Epic Games' Fortnite is third at just 12 weeks, and Square Enix's Final Fantasy XV A New Empire is fourth at 22 weeks. Diablo Immortal also siphoned most of that $100 million out of United States players, though South Korea and Japanese players made up a large portion as well. Now look, this disappoints me and kind of drives me nuts. Diablo Immortal's success is signaling to Activision Blizzard that this type of monetization is acceptable. Regardless of what I or anyone else in the gaming media has to say, money talks. So unless gamers actually start voting with their wallets or if Congress ever gets off their ass to legislate, Activision Blizzard and the rest of these predatory developers will continue to churn out morally bankrupt games like Diablo Immortal. Over the weekend, the Indonesian government started to implement their new internet regulations originally passed in 2020. 
Ministerial Regulation 5 is a sweeping internet regulation that forces companies to monitor content on their platform. MR5 also regulates what content is deemed prohibited by the government, defining any materials that are vaguely, quote, causing public unrest or public disorder as prohibited content. Companies found in violation of MR5 have 24 hours to rectify the problem, or in urgent matters deemed by the Indonesian ministry for hours to do so. If the company fails to do as regulators ask, the website, digital storefront, or any internet-based service will be blocked by the Indonesian government. MR5 also details that internet-based companies must register with the Indonesian government to obtain a certificate that allows Indonesian citizens access to that company's services or content. Human Rights Watch, a human rights advocacy group, commented on the new laws, saying, quote, MR5 is deeply problematic, granting government authorities overly broad powers to regulate online content, access user data, and penalize companies who fail to comply. Ministerial Regulation 5 is a human rights disaster that will devastate freedom of expression in Indonesia and should not be used in its current form. As of recording this, the only known gaming companies that have fully complied with Indonesia's new regulations have been Riot Games and Roblox, though blocked services like Steam and Epic Games still work with the use of a VPN. Overall, MR5 restricts access to basic internet content and services in the fourth largest market in the world, affecting 270 million people inside of Indonesia. weekend, Activision Blizzard seemed to start testing the waters for how far they can take Overwatch 2's monetization. Issuing surveys to Overwatch players asking about the pricing of skins, emotes, sprays, and play-of-the-game highlight intros. Twitter user Porter Gage tweeted out screenshots of the survey, saying, quote, A friend of mine got an Overwatch survey for his account. Some of the prices they're gauging for Overwatch 2 are really expensive. I hope this is just him getting one of the higher price surveys and not an indication that they're leaning towards this much monetization. Porter Gage's friend was asked if $44.99 was an acceptable price for one, quote, mythic skin. Along with legendary skin bundles priced at $29.99, individual legendary skins going for $24.99, emotes and highlight intros at $19.99, weapon skins at $9.99, and a bundle of three sprays for $4.99 all of which are egregiously overpriced. Though an Activision Blizzard spokesperson did reach out to Kotaku to do some damage control, I mean, clarify their greed, I mean, saying, quote, this survey is entirely intended to better understand player preferences for different types of Overwatch 2 cosmetics. Prices displayed in the survey were randomized per user and not indicative of final pricing. We plan to share details on our shop and battle pass system closer to our October 4th launch. Well, I sure hope that $45 for one skin isn't indicative of final pricing either. 
But unfortunately, Activision Blizzard's track record lately makes this pricing seem entirely plausible. And what I said on Monday about Diablo Immortal's success, incentivizing Blizzard's monetization choices is coming true so much faster than I thought. In the wake of the recent surge of hate raids plaguing Twitch's marginalized streamers, the Games and Online Harassment Hotline launched a new guide on how to navigate being hate raided on Twitch. In an interview with GamesIndustry.biz, director of the Games and Online Harassment Hotline, Jay Lynn, commented on new hate raid resources, saying, quote, Hate raids have been used to target black, women, queer, and marginalized streamers for years. With a spike in this tactic over the past years, it's streamers and community moderators who have created and shared the most effective knowledge and tools for mitigating the harm of hate raids. And looking at the Hate Raid Guide, it has some pretty robust information on mitigating the harm and potentially preventing some hate raids. One tool in particular that stood out to me is called Swastika Detection. It's an ongoing list of users on Twitch that have swastikas in their avatar pictures, allowing mindful Twitch moderators and streamers to ban presenting bigots without having to dig into someone's profile. Though the guide does go over other moderation tools, it does link to resources for mental health and community care. So if you or someone you know is dealing with hate raids and are in need of some guidance in navigating those waters, a link to the Games and Online Harassment Hotline's Hate Raid resource will be in today's show description. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 